after this week. So. Oh yeah, Jesus. I I mean, a lot's happened since we talked last. Oof, just a little. Oh, except for the 49ers just getting slurped by everybody all the time. That's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's Not in perpetuity. Jesus. I mean, I feel bad for you guys. You guys are going to be looking up at the 49ers all year long. Yeah, laughing. When, when Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo are trying to fit on one stool together. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. No, no, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Welcome to Big Ben and K-Win on NoFilter.net. I'm K-Win, he's Big Ben, and he needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyways. Alex Clancy, a longtime friend of the podcast. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me again. No problem. We love having you on. Week one of NFL. College football is kicked off. I'm out here in Austin. I'm going to the Bama UT game tomorrow. Bama by 20. Are you touching that line, Clancy? I mean, there's so much uncertainty with Texas. Like, we have, we have no idea what Texas is going to be. I mean, it would be an embarrassing loss if Texas lost by a 20-burger just to kick off this new season. But, I mean, Bryce Young's so good that I would probably, if I were, I would lay the points. I wouldn't take them if I had to bet that game. Well, we want Texas to be in the game. Otherwise, everyone's going to leave at halftime if no, it's a blowout city. So, no, we sure. might have to bet towards Texas. Um, also, you can't believe Saban. He's the biggest sandbagger. He's just Ben. He's the salesman who was complaining about his territory every year and blows out his number no matter what. He's a sandbagger. But I'm a stack this year. They were stacked last year. Quit complaining. I was hoping you'd ask me if I would take that line, Bama to cover, because I would take Bama to cover that line against the Seahawks right now. So I don't think so. <laughs> That's not very nice. I don't. I don't think Saban's sandbagging at all. I think the question is: Sark is Sark sober for the game? And if Quinn Ayers mm-hmm. throws three touchdowns, is he off to the bar riding a mechanical bull? That's that's the real question here. So, if we see Sark out tonight on Sixth Street, I'll let you know. Then I'll give you some guidance <laughs> on how to play. Thank you, sir. Oh, so where do we begin? How are you feeling about your Cardinals, Clancy? I mean, where do I start? You know, like it's it's been a weird offseason, clunky, I guess, fun at times, silent at others, and everything in between. I, I did almost have a conniption during the draft. I'll tell you that much. I, because, like, the fan in you, like, of football, it's like, oh, yeah, Hollywood Brown and Kyler Murray, Oklahoma, 2018, sounds fun. And then, you know, drafting Trey McBride, I'm like, okay, well, obviously, Steve Kime has a clear decision that. He is going to force the Arizona Cardinals offense to be the strength of this team, something it hasn't been stability-wise since Kyler Murray was drafted. Um, and then the other side, my rational side, uh, like offensive line, pass rush, corner. I was like, cool. They're going to draft at least an edge rusher in the first two rounds and maybe a corner. You know, my ideal guy at 23 was Zion Johnson. He ended up going earlier to the Chargers. Um I'm like, okay, cool. Tyler Linderbaum's there. I know that they have Rodney Hudson, but for the future, that's how you build an offensive line to protect Kyler Murray. And they trade for Hollywood Brown. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, this is like, uh, like, what do we, what, it's like an Oklahoma booster is, is drafting for the Cardinals. And, you know, and, 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 and that's, I mean, that's, and that's not necessarily fair. Like, this could 
be absolutely incredible on the offensive side of the ball. But if the Cardinals don't put up a 30-burger a game, that defense ain't stopping anybody, you know, for less than 24 or 25 a game. So, so let if, me ask you this. Works, did they, it'll be great. Did they trade for him after the suspension? Or did so, they know the suspension was coming up, so they traded for him? There's conflicting reports. Um, there's conflicting reports. Either Steve Kime got away, got out of jail free card for making that trade and then looking like a genius after, or they had something coming down the pike where they knew. But, you know, I, I'm not upset about the trade. It's about what, where the trade happened and what they gave up for this year in such a pivotal season. And, um, you know, hopefully Hollywood Brown balls out and um, he, he becomes a bona fide wide receiver one because the reason why I was kind of more questioning it than maybe others is he shares an agent with DK Metcalf, with Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown. None of those guys played until the last year of their rookie scale contract. So Hollywood Brown, I know they picked up the option for next year for 13 or 14 million. That's cute. But if he has a thousand yards receiving and, and 10 touchdowns this year, he's not playing another down for the Cardinals after the season without getting paid. So they gave up a first round pick for a one year, you know, team friendly deal. And then they're gonna have to pay out the wazoo for him. DeAndre Hopkins contract coming up for an, uh, for an opt out uh, at the end of the season also. It's going to be an interesting year in the AFC and the NFC. Yeah. Uh, Big Ben Seahawks. I don't. We don't even really have to talk about them. But what did you think of the Rams last night versus the Bills? Feels good. Feels good. <laughs> Feels good. You know, like, and I'm not like a hate everybody else's team that's against the Cardinals kind of thing. But you know what? There's been so much just slurping of the Rams this offseason. Remember. They were a Todd Bowles cover zero play call away from having one of the most epic collapses in playoff history, and Tom Brady would have done it again. They were yeah. down, what, three <laughs> scores to Tam- to, uh, to the Rams, came all the way back, camp makers couldn't hold onto the ball, and then third and forever, and you find, you find yeah. the best yeah. receiver that we've seen in the last 10 years, potentially, screaming down the middle of the field wide open. Like, I don't understand. But, you know, Matthew Stafford's better than that. Uh, the defense is better than that. Uh, the offense, I don't know. Allen Robinson felt like he was with the Bears last night still. But he wasn't yeah. even looked at. You know, and Cam Akers looks to not be wide, running back one. So, I mean, it felt good that they didn't put up a whole bunch of points and beat the Bills. It did. Man, were you going to say something about your Bills? No, I almost had the Bills hat on today. I'm going to I'm gonna pause for a second. I don't want game one to speak to it, but – I'll say something. I drafted the Bills defense in every fantasy league. Two out of my three leagues, I have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I don't. I just. I think they're a Madden team. They're literally a team where you look at the weapons they have. I mean, they they went to McKenzie for a touchdown last night. Dallas Knox didn't even see the ball. Singletary averaged like five plus yards a rush. Zach Moss didn't. I mean, they, it's just a team. And then that defense. It's not as though. It's like a bend, not break defense. It's it's like it's three and out. Put put them in press coverage. Poyer had an interception last night. I I, I don't know. They're going to go down as one of the better defenses in the last decade. Just I think their turnover rate is going to be enormous. Um, and they're not completely healthy on D either. They're missing a couple yeah. people. In yeah, their exactly. So their D's only going to get better. Yeah, I mean, and then the AFCs. I, I would if if I'm Tua. 
I, 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 I take an injury for those two games this year. I literally, because, or, or else you're benched for the rest of the game. That's the only option. And Zach Wilson, first game, I would, I would pull, re-aggravate whatever hamstring you pulled to, because it's not going to be pretty when either of those teams plays the Bills this year. And they're built for any temperature also, any weather. You know, they could run the ball like, uh, the Patriots aren't going to be able to throw the ball three times and beat them this year. <laughs> you know, like that was d- during the snowball. I mean, if Devin Singletary can emerge as a true RB2, like in fantasy, if he can emerge as their RB1 and have, I know James Cook fumbled the ball his first touch as a, as a pro last night, and Zach Moss had a fumble loss also, but those guys stay healthy with Josh Allen's legs. Josh Allen has now supplanted Cam Newton as one of the one of the best inside the five-yard line touchdown threats that we've seen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be impossible to bring down everybody in Stephon. Yeah. All right. I, I, I do want a, a storyline around the Hawks. So we've seen it all week. It seems as though there's been dialogue, stories written. Wilson, was he asked to be traded for? What's Schneider doing at Allen's Pro Day? What's Schneider doing at Mahomes? All leading up to, and this week, I believe we need fact checker, um, is, the, is the only week where there's one Monday night football game. Is out. I think that's right for a while. Either way, you have Seahawks or the, the Broncos come into into Seattle. What do you believe around that? And then, if I'm a Seattle fan, I already know where I'm going. But where would you go in terms of your your allegiance? Do you boo the guy? Do you, do you, do you stand up and cheer before he hikes the ball? What do you do? You don't boo him. He got you a Super Bowl. You cheer him. You congratulate him, but you just hope that he loses the game. I mean, both sides are right because you could definitely make the argument. The Legion of Boom won those Super Bowls. Marshawn Lynch won that Super Bowl. Thank you, you know, Patrick uh, Peyton Manning getting the ball hiked over his head first play of the game. They <laughs> lost the Super Bowl immediately. You know, like that was you know obviously one of the more um, uh, you, you know uh, uh, off kilter Super Bowls. But then you look at the other thing where it's like, man. And you can also say the interception at the goal line. So do you blame the front office or do you blame Russell Wilson? Traditionally, you don't blame the player when all he's done has been a good leader. All he's done, except for the, you know, the leaking of, you know, him, him uh, bitching about his offensive line. And then if I were to be traded, this is where I'd want to go. Who knows the, the, the validity of all that stuff when it comes down to it. I think they're going to stand up and cheer like he's an ex-president. Like, yeah. I don't think that there's, this is a booing. Like, Seattle has very few things as a city to hold on to nostalgically and it's Ken Griffey Jr. and Ichiro and Kevin Durant and the, 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 uh, you know, the Seahawks in the finals against Jordan and like this, that's what they got. You know, Marshawn Lynch is going to be beloved forever. And then Russell Wilson, I believe will have a, if they're going to do a statue, he's going to get a statue out of Seattle, outside of Seattle. that usually that translates to a 10 minute standing ovation. Like he's the Pope. I, I, he he might he, raise the 12th man flag on Sunday. <laughs> Just as a thank you? No, 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 no. <laughs> you got it all wrong. It's it's Sue Bird, Griffey, yeah, okay. Ichiro, and then Russ. Yeah. Um, okay, when that would be... Uh, he, he very well could raise the 12th man flag it's kind of like in, in a bronco it would, that would be so russell in a broncos like just raise it with add on i don't know i don't know i i hope the hawks make that game interesting i don't think it'll be interesting i think the broncos will win that game 
Well, let's get into the picks here. Every week yeah. on NoFilter.net, K-Win and Big Ben bring on a very special guest. This week it's Alex Clancy. You know the drill. Ten games, straight up, you got to pick a winner. I believe you went eight out of ten last year. I should have gotten ten out of ten. I got screwed. Well, here's your chance to redeem yourself. And you're either going to set the bar high or low, kicking off NFL week one. Ben, you got the spreadsheet up in front of you. I do. I do. All right. So we're going to lead off with the Baker Mayfield special Cleveland at Carolina. Um, that's all I got for you. Baker's game, revenge game. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's such a better quarterback than people give him credit for. Like, I don't. I don't get it. Like Cleveland's biggest mistake this year, maybe aside from trading for Deshaun Watson, was letting Baker Mayfield go and just burning that bridge. I mean, they could be a playoff team with Baker Mayfield this year. I don't get it. Carolina. I'm with you. you. Boring game, but I'll go Carolina. All right. Your traditional NFC South matchup. Used to be kind of playoff implications. Now it's Jameis versus Mariota. Um, oh, New Orleans at Atlanta. This is ugly, but what's your pick? I mean, New Orleans. If Atlanta loses, if, if New Orleans loses this game, it's gonna be Dennis Allen, Jameis Winston. What are we doing here? Why would they hire? Why would they uh, hire Dennis Allen? I don't think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be ugly. And fa- this may be the best DFS defense for for uh, week one. But yeah, Saints. I'm interested to see what Michael Thomas is going to do. Is he healthy? Is he not healthy? Because he's going to be the difference maker on offense. I mean, the Saints, there's no way they lose this game. (laughs) Okay. San Fran headed up to Soldier Field. I want to see the turf, the grass in Soldier Field. How old is that? Is it sprained ankle game all day? Torn MCLs? I mean, you got that. Again. It's when it gets a little bit colder. I mean, if San Francisco doesn't win this game, like the ideal scenario for the Cardinals, because, uh, you know, I cover them, is somehow Trey Lance throws four picks. I mean, listen, Chicago's defense isn't bad. They, they, had, a, they, had, they had an average to above average defense. They were just on the field all year last year. So, um, I mean, they got, they got their boy Roquan Smith back. Like, I'm still taking San Francisco. I mean, I'm not stupid. But um, I think it'll be a little bit closer than people think right now. Year two, Justin Fields. Year two, Trey Lance. Niners passed on Justin Fields. We'll see what it t- turns out on Sunday. I think the defensive front of the Niners are just going to frustrate Fields all day. Bosa is going to be in the backfield. Three sacks, at least, for Bosa. Niners win by two touchdowns, Glancy. You heard that. You don't say. Two touchdowns. You don't say. Homer. All right. <laughs> There's a new captain in Pittsburgh. It's Mitch Trubisky. Now, if Kenny Pickett didn't wear a glove on his left hand, I believe he'd be the starter. But <laughs> Pitt is at Cincinnati. What do you got, Clancy? You know, I thought about this game a lot because I'm in a couple of pick em leagues, and I'm like, Cincinnati's going to be riding high, okay? The big, usually, unless you're Tom Brady, the team that falls off more the year after a Super Bowl is the team that lost and not the team that won. So the Super Bowl hangover – like people now are, are now anointing the Bengals AFC North cha- champions in perpetuity. Like, I don't even think they're going to win their division this year. I think Mitchell Trubisky is better than people give him credit for. And they've got all the wide receivers in the NFL. You know, their offensive line is better than it was last year. Um, but I mean, 
this is the one that's going to piss me off because I'm picking Cincinnati, but I think Pittsburgh has a very real shot of winning on the road, which would just flip everything on its head early on in the AFC North. I will take Cincinnati, though, because I'm a baby. Wait, I'm going to just prove your theory. If, if What did you call the Rams game? If they won the Super was last night now the hangover? No. That, the looked, Rams, that looked like they're still asleep in bed. They didn't even wake up the next day. Cover zero, baby. Cover zero. <laughs> That's how they got to the Super Bowl. So, Clancy, you and I are riding together because I picked the Bengals as well in pickup. But th- there's a lot of parity this week. There isn't, like, a standout team. So I'm hoping we're both right and we move on in our survivor pools. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. New England at yeah. Miami. Mac Jones. This is the Christmas Bama Bowl. Tua. Yeah. This is oh. – yeah, the, the Bama Bowl, whatever you want to call it. The New England is maybe taking a vacation down in Miami. What do you guys got? I, I got New England. I mean, Bill Belichick loves these games. It's like, oh, you can talk and mess about me all year, all offseason. I don't have a coach. I call in the plays, doing things. I have a defensive guy calling the offensive plays. Watch it work, MFers. You know, like, with with – uh, Ramondre Stevenson is really going to emerge as an RB1 this year, I think, especially with think so. the system of how the running back is used. Now, Damian Harris has had like eight catches in his career through yeah. three years or something like that. Ramondre Stevenson is going to be the guy. Mac Jones is going to take the step forward that people had hoped Tua was going to take forward last year. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be ugly. It's always ugly in Miami with these two teams. But I think with Tom Brady, not the quarterback there anymore, the Patriots could win in Miami, so I'm going to take the Patriots in Miami. I mean, you can't bet against Belichick here. <laughs> All right, Green Bay going into Minnesota, first game of the year. The Vikings got Ooh. a new horn. Still Kirk Cousins, though. Still Dalvin Cook. Still feeling. Still the – what's the dance that Jefferson does? The gritty. They win. Gritty. The gritty. Green Bay without – Devontae Adams, RB two RB ones. What do you guys got? The Lazard is out too, I think, right? Yeah, they don't have anyone to throw to. Tanya Tanyan's gonna get 60, 60 looks. Yeah, look out for Romeo Dubes, I think, is, is literally <laughs> the fourth pick. I'm telling you, in a dynasty league, if you haven't drafted yet, that's a guy to, that's a guy to keep an eye on, at least for the next couple of years until Aaron Rodgers retires or goes to a different team. I'm taking Minnesota. I think Minnesota's gonna win the division. Like this is all they needed was to remove Mike Zimmer from that situation and just unlock this offense. They're going to use Dalvin Cook a lot in the passing game more. I don't understand. Maybe you guys can help me. I don't understand how Adam Thielen is going in the sixth or seventh round of fantasy drafts. All he does is catch double-digit touchdown passes. He's he's Kirk Cousins' favorite red zone threat. He gets open. He's a Cooper Cup light. Like, I don't understand why he's not appreciated more. Everybody's looking at Justin Jefferson being the guy. Justin Jefferson's job is a lot easier because Adam Thielen's on the field as well. So, yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is the most selfish quarterback maybe that we've ever seen. <laughs> you know, so this is this is you know the whatever coming home to roost. This is like, you know what? Now you're alone. You're fifty million dollars a year, but you're alone. Karma. But I'm against Didn't you. you. I'm going Packers here. Packers got a great D, got a couple guys from Georgia to strengthen their D. They're just going to run the ball. They're just going to manage the clock. And somehow, Captain Kirk is going to throw an interception late in the game and ruin the Vikings' chances. 
You like so that? Do you- <laughs> 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 All right. The Holmes and crew are down in Glendale. Top opener for the cards. Um, there's no there's this whole, does this who, yeah, who's going to, Mahomes says he doesn't, he can't show his hand and what, who his favorite wide out is now that Tyreek Hill's gone. You got Juju Smith, you got Sky, you got MBS. Is it MBS? Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then you got the layover of uh, Herdman, Hardman, Herdman, Hardman. Hardman. Fleming, Sammy, and then you got the new contract for uh, for Kyler. Who wins this game? Ooh, I mean, rubbing the rubbing the face before he talks. That's, well, that's... I need to. I need to not swear. <laughs> no, um, the uh, Cardinals are banged up. Zach Ertz might not play. Rondo Moore got hurt again. Um, just a little flashback to Steve Kahn drafting him in the second round when he had played seven games in 20, 2019 and 2020 combined. Just so the fact that he got hurt again shouldn't be a surprise. Um, the Cardinals need to keep it close early. That's one thing that absolutely must happen. This defense is very young in a lot of important places. And uh, the, the nightmare fuel is the Chiefs going up 21-0 in the first quarter. Like, that's the nightmare fuel where it's like, oh, no, what has happened? Like, what has happened? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think that's going to happen. But if the Cardinals kick off, Chiefs come down and score, Cardinals three, and now Chiefs come down and score, everybody's going to be questioning. Every, it's not going to be an overreaction. It's going to be like, against the best, getting laughed off right away. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Uh, the way the Cardinals can win, though, is they need to run the ball a lot. Like, they need to run the ball eat clock and have Patrick Mahomes be on the sideline because that's really the only defense against Patrick Mahomes. That's it. It is is having the offense on the field for over 30 minutes of the game. Um but I do think the Chiefs win. I don't think they cover. I mean, what is it? Like 6? Like I it, because Zach Ertz, like I don't I don't get that. But I don't think they cover, but I do think the Chiefs win. Yeah, Mahomes has got some new weapons. He's going to spread the ball around a little bit, but he's going to go to Kelsey, his favorite target. I want the Cardinals to win this because I love it when the NFL is a little bit more competitive, top to bottom, but I don't see the Chiefs losing this game. Yeah, Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. Like, I don't, people just forget about the Chiefs. Like, I don't understand why Spills, I would take Patrick Mahomes over Josh Allen still. Still. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Whatever you change allegiance for like ten minutes, and now you're defending the quarterback <laughs> that you love. Give me a break. Give me a break. Uh, I just like Wyoming over the state of Texas, I guess. Um, all right, a game that is a—are we calling this a rivalry at this point? Las Vegas, K. Wen playing not are from you and Inglewood. Yeah, it's a big uh, rivalry just, game. How? how how happy are Adams and Carr together? I didn't read the article, but it sounded like they went on a river rafting trip and really bonded this this year. I would expect Devontae to put up at least 1,600 yards and six, 16 touchdowns. Um, Herbert's Herbert. He is a top-tier quarterback in this league. He's got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen coming back. The line's minus three and a half for, for 
Chargers at home, kind of a pick them. What do you guys got? This is the no. year. Herbert takes the next step. I got Chargers here. I got to go for the hometown team. Yeah, I mean, they had the best offseason, not only retaining, but adding. I mean, they, how do you have Joey Bose and Cleo Mack on the same line? And you don't have to give anybody up for it. Like, what, they give a second-round pick, a second and a fourth yeah. or something like that? They gave nothing. Like, this is potentially, talent-wise, the best Chargers team that's ever seen a field. Like, you, you say LT, you see Phillip Rivers, like, Phillip Rivers never had the ceiling that Justin Herbert has now, you know? And Vincent Jackson was great, and, and Antonio Gates, the best tight end ever. Like, it's close, but this defense, on paper, when they added J.C. Jackson, they got Derwin James, like, where's the weak spot? So I think they have the best roster, starting-wise, in football. And now putting it all together, you play in the toughest division in football. Um, but I will take the Chargers. I just, like, this is... This if this isn't the year, and I listen, I lived in San Diego for six years. I loved the Chargers, loved the Chargers, and just consistently Marty balled their way to death. And then now it's like you've got the young defensive minded head coach, you've got all the offensive weapons in the NFL. Just go do it. And then people don't really know what's going to happen with Vegas. I think they're just giving Josh McDaniels a lot of credit here before anything's happened. But I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, you forget about Corey Lindsley as well. They signed Gerald Everett. Uh, from the yeah, Seahawks. Johnson, my boy. Um, and don't forget about Chase Daniel holding that clipboard. That's got to count for something. Dude, you know what? He's <laughs> one of the best to ever do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, I think one of the more intriguing games at a national level because you're going to have the Brady Fankum versus everyone else that's still living, loving America's team from the 80s and 90s. All right. So Tampa Bay. In Dallas. There's going to be 38 sacks in this game. <laughs> like, like, both offensive lines are just decimated by injury, and it's not funny when anybody gets injured, but it's like... I, I have a huge problem, a little personal uh, insight. I have a huge problem. I had to draft Ezekiel Elliott at the end of the third round in my fantasy Ooh. draft because Ooh. he was there at the end of the third round. It's yeah. like, how do you not draft a running back one at the end of the third round? They're going to put up a lot of points. And I don't know if they're going to be, you know, having more points at the end of games and other teams more times than not. But I, I take Tom Brady in every game. I take him to win. The, like, I think it's going to be him and Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Until Tom Brady doesn't play, I'm picking Tom Brady. So I'm taking the Bucs. Yeah, last year, this game was a shootout. Uh, yeah. This year, I mean, we'll see. But you can't go against Brady. America's team, it's not K Wins team. I'm not buying the Cowboys this year. They got off to a great start last year, fizzled down the stretch. I think they're gonna struggle all year. Um, let me ask you a question though, before before you answer, Ben, can we replace the Cowboys as America's team with any other team? Like who, yeah, would, America's, who would America's team be at this point? I thought it was Cincinnati uh -huh. last year. I'm like, Cincinnati is homegrown. America's team. The Bills are probably the easiest choice. Yeah. Because how do you not love the Bills and their fan base with the table breaking and the donating to charity and all that stuff? Like, you know. Yeah, but the, sub, sub so temperatures? Are the Bills going to bring the the swing the West Coast? Um, gosh, I don't know. I think if you had to go middle, I always feel like these middle of the country teams tend to like be adopted as America's team just because it's like every you know. Those, there's no prevailing like East Coast, West Coast. It's like, okay, let's just 
Like if Michigan went on a run, people would be like, I love Michigan, you know, in yeah. terms of collegiate. Um, I think the Chiefs are an easy one. Just just move up yeah, about 600 miles from where D- Dallas is and you'll be call it a day. Um, or the Vikings, if you want to go that route. Like if you want to become very just stoic and, you know, believe in uh, who's who's the God, the Viking God. But no, then you have no Kirk, team the, with purple uniforms is going to be America's team. I agree. With That's that. true. Or a quarterback who's as. Um, yes, thank you. Uh, you know, he's Kirk. He's <laughs> his name's Kirk. His he's name's Kirk. His quarterback. Joe Patrick. That's fine. Kirk. No. The only thing you need is Zeke to see. You need the Salvation Army to put that little sponsorship cup in the back of the end zone, like both sides, at every game, away games, home games. Okay, all right. Monday night game. Russell Wilson's raising the twelfth man flag. Broncos. Melvin Gordon. Javante Williams. Breakout season for Javante. Gerard Judy. Sutton. Sutton. Um. And then they're tied in. I can't pronounce his name. The weapons for the Seahawks are, uh, I don't. I don't think we have any left. DK throwing to himself. Who do you guys got in this game? I mean, why are we even doing this? <laughs> yeah, we're supposed it's to only because it's, it's the Monday night game. Because it's the Monday night game. We got to finish with the Monday night game. I know. I'll see you guys next week. Um, no, I mean it's <laughs> it, it, it's going to be the fact that Geno Smith beat out Drew Locke. Just just like. Why would you trade for Drew Locke? It's the one guy they wanted. Like, that was documented. Schneider wanted Drew Locke. Well, John and Schneider I, should have been fired eight times. I know. Okay? Him and Steve Keim, like, Steve Keim is living off of making an NFC championship game. John Schneider will get a cup of coffee for free everywhere for winning a Super Bowl. What, what was I, it, 10 I, years I, ago now? Yeah, I call it house money. You know when you go to the, the, the casino and somehow you get – on a little spit and you start throwing down numbers on the roulette table and you put down a hundo on a specific number, it hits and all of a sudden you got house money for the next duration of your trip and probably for some other time. That's what Schneider did. He's, he's been playing with house money for some time. And that one draft that he had put together the Legion boom, you know, right. It's, and it's, it's kind of, you look at, is it the player, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. And they picked, Schneider and a 77 year old. It's like having Joe Biden as your freaking coach. That's the worst part. You know, a little more athletic Joe Biden, but it is what it is. The Hawks are going to be a three win team, if that, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We might trade for Chase Daniel. <laughs> They're taking Bryce Young next year. I already told you, man. That tank for Bryce. Has there ever been a good quarterback named Bryce though? Um, like I think one. Kenny, I think Kenny Pickett is a solid. That's that says Pittsburgh quarterback. Just take off the glove and he's QB one. I don't, I don't see Bryce Young being a, a great name for. What a about CJ Stroud? Hmm? Suck for Stroud? I think that's easier. That should probably just, do it. There you just go. Change, change your name to Tom, Patrick, Joe, Bill, Dan. One of those. You know, Trey. 
You know, those are all names of great quarterbacks. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the worst. Kyler coming back. Kyler coming back. All right. Fans, no, hold on. 49ers fans are the worst in America. I the, agree. The, the I agree. like the worst in the fact that re, just reality doesn't adhere to what they want to talk about. Yeah. You, you agree? What? Who are you? You're supposed to argue with me about that. It's, it's 8.35 we, we on, never, on never Friday. Like. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Restate the picks. Panthers, Saints, 49ers, Bengals, Patriots, Vikings. Okay, you, you took the Chiefs, Chargers, Bucks, and Broncos. We need total points Monday night. Yeah, total points. You want the over six. under? What? Yeah, the probably over is probably right around there. I couldn't imagine being more than forty two or forty three. Forty six. Yeah. The Broncos going to score forty six points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, over under. Yeah, 40, 44 and a half. So you got yeah. it. Yeah, so I'll take 46. Okay. 30, 17, to 30, 16, something like that. Kenneth Walker isn't healthy. My gosh. You guys might see me on the field <laughs> come Monday. All right, Kay Wade, you got a basketball. Boy up. Lancey, yeah. you want to plug anything before we sign off? Yeah, Locked on Cardinals, Monday through Friday, um, free and available, every platform, uh, YouTube, doing a halftime show every halftime, uh, live on YouTube and Twitter spaces. I'm around. You want real, honest Cardinals talk and not any sort of fluff <laughs> to get you through your day. Well, it's a pleasure like always. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, Clancy. Man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Roll, roll Tide. <laughs>